So if you're a recovering Christian entrepreneur, what do you do when your business feels stagnant and stuck, even though you feel like you're pursuing your passion? That's what we're going to talk about in this next episode of the Recovering Christian Entrepreneur Show. I'm your host, Cam Snow. And I am your co-host, Carla Snow. And together we help you bring your own true resonance and convert it into revenue. So if you want to grow your business, then stay tuned because not only are we talking about stagnation and what all happens with that, but also we have a little bit something special at the end of this episode. So stay tuned. And I guess let's just hop right in. Let's just hop right in. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> we wanted to talk about this concept. So let's paint the picture for you guys. You're a entrepreneur. You're growing your business doing all the things you have to do, making the money, paying the bills, all of that stuff. And yet, for whatever reason, you feel like you're at the same revenue level. And it feels like you've plateaued, that there's maybe like an invisible ceiling that you're hitting up against. And as soon as we start talking, Mr. Man, our son is like, hey, I need some attention. So essentially... It feels like you've reached a certain place and you've just been stuck there for a while. You've kind of plateaued. Um, you can tell me if this sounds familiar, but it's like the question is occupying your mind of like, okay, how do I break through this? How do I get to the next level? How do I double my revenue? How do I make a big leap? Not just a small one. I don't want to go from just you know a handful of clients to just adding one or two more. How do I add five to 10 new clients to the next 60 to 90 days, that kind of thing. And especially if you're in the coaching consulting space where you're charging high ticket dollars, high ticket amounts, um, then this is a really relevant question. Um, because when you feel stuck and stagnant in your business, it's an indicator that something else is going on below the surface. So we're going to break down what's actually happening and then point you in the direction of how to fix it, maybe even equip you with some practical tools to do that. So I want to bring this discussion in with the question that I want you to answer first, mm -hmm. which is essentially, okay, so clients come in, they feel stagnant in their business, which is a very specific word, um, feels like their, their talent is kind of rotting away inside of them, not getting out to the world. What are you seeing in terms of like why that's happening with people? A lot of times, um, like whenever I'm looking at a problem or an issue or a perceived pain, if you will, I always look at where is the energy flowing and where is it not flowing? So when we think of stagnation or being stagnant, mm -hmm. I want you to envision like a pond that the water doesn't move. And so slowly but surely algae and different things can grow. Yeah. But here's the yeah. thing, it is super important for the ecosystem, but an overgrowth is actually what's an issue. Yeah. So when clients come in with stagnation, there's like kind of two paths I really see. Mm -hmm. One is um, kind of like the hustle, fear that it's all going to go away go fast, like stag, they feel stagnant because it's not going the way they thought it would, or, mm -hmm. um, basically the energy isn't flowing fast enough. Yeah. Not on track to hit your goals kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Another thing is like you 
go to a mastermind or event and you're, you have your vision and you have your goals and it's like, yeah, like middle of Q2, let's go. Like you have all of your things. And yet month after month, you're not hitting your revenue goals. Like Pam was saying, or you are, and it's just like at the end of the day, it just feels empty. Yeah. Then there's the other side of things where another word could be stuck, where it's not so much that you're not moving fast enough and you feel stuck and stagnant, Mm -hmm. but more so that your drive to look inward and to do the healing work and kind of really do a, like, actually for me, admirable job of healing yourself, working on yourself. And instead of your business growing as a result, it seems to be stagnant. And I see that when you step into personal development, or if you've been doing somatic work or healing work or whatever it is, or even like changing your relationship with money and your business, a lot of times that I see is that pond, there is a buildup of all of the things, all of the gunk and everything, because you brought it up and you're healing it. And that's beautiful and wonderful. And there is no path in place. There's no plan in place for all of that energy that has come up to move. Uh, yeah that's genius this i i think like kind of point number one on why do people get stuck and why do people get stagnant i think it's defining like well what is stagnation and basically we're talking about it's stuck energy and everything everything runs off of off of energy and that for some reason sounds a little woo woo to some people um (laughs) but like our physical world runs off of oil. That's a form of energy. Our bodies run off of, I don't even know what you call it, but like we, yeah, that, um, which is a stuff and your body turns it into energy. Right. So like, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about like a created energy that God uses. And so when you are moving in your business and you get stuck, that energy gets stagnant. It kind of pools up and it's like, ah, it doesn't know where to go, is what Carla was saying. And so you need ways to be able to move that energy effectively to break through, um, get out of the sales slump, get out of the marketing slump, and start attracting new business into, into your business. Um, yeah. So it also happens where you don't necessarily feel stuck or stagnant. Mm hmm. But it's secretly happening, not so secretly. This could be you if your business is doing good, your delivery is good, and you're just comfortable. Oh, yeah. yeah. I guess that would be a third option. And there's that like, choice of like, do I just settle and just with my 15K, 20K a month, or do I go all in with my, on what I think that God's called me to do? Yeah, so I actually yeah. go all in on that thing. Um, and there's a really specific thing that we want to bring in for, you know, if you're a recovering Christian entrepreneur, right, and you grew up in the church or you're religiously raised in any way, then there's some specific things that I think that show up for this stagnation. And 
we're, we're looking at the context of like, why does this even happen? Why does this happen for us? Why does this happen for you if you were raised in the church? And I think that when you're at a certain level where maybe you are comfortable or you're like looking at that next thing, you're, you're um, facing what some people in, in the industry will call um, upper limit problems in a lot of ways. Like you're upper limiting. And in order for you to break through to that next level, it's going to require a different set of beliefs, a new operating system. And what happens when you've been raised in the church and with kind of like a westernized, Americanized Christianity, or maybe you're not in America, but like kind of a westernized Christianity, is you face something called the fear of being wrong. (laughs) And the fear of being wrong is like to super, super simply put it, um, in this culture, we've all, a lot of us have been taught that if you are like right, it means you're going to heaven. If you're right about the gospel, if you're right about Christianity, it means you're going to heaven. And if you're wrong, it means you're going to hell, which is really scary. So it's actually a lot easier to just pretend that everything's fine, that you don't have any doubts and that you have no questions because there's some pretty devastating eternal consequences if you get things wrong. And so like we actually have yeah. made an idol out of being right, whatever that looks like. And a lot of people may disagree with that, um, yet we see the impact of this kind of theology all the time. And it manifests in one of these areas, which is like, in order for you to get to the next level, you have to do a new thing. You have to try something new. You have to try new belief systems, which can be very scary if you've never actively worked through changing your belief systems, because it will impact what you think about God. So that fear that shows up, how does that manifest and whether or not it's that fear, but how does this stagnation manifest for people in creating stuckness that puts a halt to revenue, puts a halt to getting new clients? Like how does this affect people? Yeah. So first and foremost, if you're, if you're listening, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm stuck. And just like really judging yourself, understand that we're not talking about stillness. Stillness is different and is needed. There are seasons in your business that require stillness. We're talking about a stagnation where there's an overgrowth of that energy. And I see that where there are clients that come through in your programs or buy your service and the experience is less than amazing. There, The delivery... People aren't getting the results. It's mediocre, if you will. Or it is great, but the the lifetime client value is very low. So you might be like clients might be getting results, but they're not raving about you and what you do. It's not producing a lasting impact. There's others where it's... uh, the forever chasing the vision, forever chasing the success based on someone else's like definition. I see that as setting lofty goals that you either knowingly or unknowingly, no, like unknowingly can't make, or there's a lack of a belief. You could, it's just lack of belief or there are things in the way you aren't there now. Like 
revenue wise, you're not there now for a reason. Yeah. And so that's the impatientness feeling. <laughs> that's not a word, but whatever. Impatience. Impatience. Yeah. <laughs> If you will, the drive forward is admirable. It's like the get stuff done type of thing. That is another powerful season. And if it's like time and time again, we're talking about the same stuff for months on end. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying years, though. We do know some people where it is literally years. I'm saying months because we want to condense the time. Me and Cam have spent over $200,000 in for ourselves and our business to move forward in time, leapfrog, if you will. Break through those plateaus and get that stagnation unstuck, unstagnated. Get that stagnation unstagnated. There you go. (laughs) That's a good quote. Nice, nice, babe. And, And so... Like we say that not to be like, oh yeah, look at us. We like invested so much money. It's more of so much money and time and energy. Which just tells you how big of a problem it was for us. Yeah. Like how, how painful it was and how painful it can be for you when like there, I don't think there's anything worse for an entrepreneur than like having your eyes on your calling kind of feeling that you kind of maybe know what it is and where you should be going and feeling that gap between where you want to be and where you are right now and feeling like there's this massive wall between you and that thing. Or a terror that like you don't know what your calling is. The Mm -hmm. fear that you will get to the end of your life and your tombstone will have nothing on it. That the other side where it's like the... It has been so still for so long that that comfort became the blindness. And so when that comfort becomes your blindness, it can. Comfort blinds you. People need to episode this. Yeah. Yeah. So I want you to like, if any of this doesn't land, that's totally fine. And at the same time, get curious because One of the things, so kind of on the practical side of like Mm -hmm. understanding where energy is flowing is first taking a second to be still. Mm. Only in stillness can we feel where the energy is moving. Now, I'm going to put it in a little bit more concrete words. Only in stillness, like actually taking time, not just your vision boards and your vision things, like it's great and all. We obviously, we've already talked about vision, but take a look, slow down for a moment. Mm -hmm. Rather than planning out the week from where you, like what needs to happen. Yeah. Plan your week. Within this is our mission moving forward. Yeah. Plan within, your week through your mission. Yeah. through I would say through your plan your week with your mission in mind mm-hmm. and using the language of your vision. Because mm-hmm. something that we recently yeah. shifted is like, you know, how can I bring the energy of the vision into everything that I'm doing? So that even when I'm writing my task list of, okay, I need to write the email sequence or I need to write the copy for the sales page. Or shifting that language into like, I need to write the email sequence that's going to help people make the decision to transform their life and join the Money Masterclass. Those kinds of things and bringing the energy of like the vision into it. 
Did we did the doorbell just ring? I think it did. Yeah, the doorbell just rang. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, it is. We should pause. No, we'll just wrap this up. Yep. Um, all right. Well, clearly we need to wrap this up because we just heard the doorbell. Yep. And I also we have some client calls to do in in a little bit. So yeah. Your things. Parent podcasting. Parent yeah. podcasting. So get curious. Evaluate where the energy is flowing and not flowing. So on a practical level within the six um, pillars of business, right? Like where are you at with each of them? Is it comfortable? Great. But is it causing blindness? Ten, sometimes when we're like, yeah, this part of my business is going fabulous, mm -hmm. then we can start fo hyper-focusing on the fires and lose sight on what's working. And then all of a sudden we're sabotaging our entire business yeah. because we're focused on what's not working versus what is working. Yeah. Or sometimes where you even, like you just kind of tell yourself that things are fine without really taking a hard look. And I find this happens, especially if you're going through a phase of like a faith transition or like really questioning your faith. You're like, oh, I, that's not affecting my business. Well, it is. Like it absolutely is. 100% it is. And the question is just what, what level of business success are you settling for when you say that? Like, what are you actually tolerating in your business that could be so much better? Ooh, I like that word, tolerating. Yeah. What are you what tolerating? Are you tolerating? Mm -hmm. That is a good question. That is a good question and something that I'm going to um, journal sure. through because I realize I haven't done that for Q2. Uh, but we usually do that when we do our quarterly reviews and our monthly review previews is like, yeah. what are you tolerating? And so that tolerating like what comes up when you journal about that will kind of give you an idea of the stagnation. Mm. And here's the thing. The first step is awareness. Yeah. There's also such thing as inertia. An object in motion stays in motion. An object at rest stays at rest. There has to be a pivotal moment. There has to be a massive commitment. There needs to be an energy transference in order for that stagnation or that uh, comfortable blindness, if you will, for that to agitate. Yeah. For that to start moving, for that to just flow back into the river of your life and your business. Because again, like we said before, one of our big things and what drives us to do better, be better, ultimately who are we being, is the fact that we do want each and every one of you to be wildly successful and I say that purposefully because money is so important with success, but there's also how is your relationship doing? Because your relationship is a temperature check on how your business is doing. Yeah. Yeah. And like it's money and creating wealth and revenue within balance because there's no point in doing that if you don't keep things in balance. Yeah. So I kind of want to like uh, transition to a little piece that you kind of mentioned a little bit, but it's, you know, you said like 
awareness is the first step. And it's kind of like, okay, moving out of stagnation, there's this idea of resonance and revenue, right? That we've kind of been, we've been playing with this concept a lot and we're actually going to be rebranding our whole kind of dealio, not the, not the show, but like our business around the idea of resonance and revenue. Because if you want to make revenue, you have to create resonance with your audience, which means that the message you're speaking is striking deep inside of them. And they're like, Ooh, there's something going on here that I need to pay attention to. That resonance helps people understand what the problem is and what the solution is so that they can pay you. And if you are in a place of stagnation in your business, that means you are not in your resonance and you are not resonating with your audience at the level that you could be. You could still be showing up and churning out content, but there's a different transformational effect that happens when your marketing becomes a transformational medium where instead of just like marketing your products and marketing the pains and the aspirations, you're actually bringing somebody through a transformational experience where even if they never work with you, they walk away forever changed in the most positive ways. Yeah. And something that is super important for me because, oh my gosh, I'm like marketing is not my thing. I'm like, I just want to go outside and I want to shine and I want to help people and heal people. And so for me, one big thing about resonance, true resonance, which is within your core beliefs and your identity, when that is flowing beautifully, a big thing that I've noticed, and obviously it's not a coincidence, is like when you're shining brightly, when your resonance is connected to a strong foundation, It's not just that your audience is resonating with you, but you are resonating resonating within the work you are doing. And that is also part of that kind of overcoming the inertia. Because before you can really dive in and resonate with your audience, you also get to do things within yourself and your business Mm -hmm. that help you resonate and help your business resonate within true alignment, what you're actually meant to do, and also have fun. Yeah. Like, otherwise, what are you even doing? Yeah. Like you went into business for freedom. Yeah. uh, Whatever that means for you. You went into business to be your own boss, to be able to do what you want to do, to be able to create a bigger impact. Let's come back home. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And to feel fully alive in connecting to the purpose that you know is there for you. And like when you feel fully connected to your purpose and you're fully in alignment with that and, you're surrendering to them. It's super powerful. And God uses that. Yeah. So on that note, we have got to jet off. So yeah. we are going to next. We've got a promo. Yes. That we're doing. So next Thursday, which I believe is May 18th. We'll double check in a second. Yeah. Um, we are doing our first training inside of the Recovering Christian Entrepreneur Facebook group. Um, which you can reach that in the show notes below or just go to bit.ly slash recovering entrepreneur group. And within that group, we're going to be doing a training uh, called Where Did All the Money Go? And it's going to be about how to work through the money beliefs 
that we inherit as Christians in the church, how to untwist those scriptures that have been twisted and used and are wrecking havoc in our sales, whether or not you know they're there, and how to actually create and cultivate that resonance so that you can bring in more revenue for your business. This is the master, the master it's called the Money Masterclass internally. It is all about Actually, I think we renamed it to the Make a Ton of Money Masterclass. <laughs> I think that's maybe what we're going to actually call it. So it's going to be next um, Thursday, May 18th at some time. Let me see if I actually put it on the calendar, if we've decided a time yet. We, haven't, we have not. We haven't oh, decided a time exactly. It'll be at noon. It noon will central. most likely be noon central. Yep. Let's just say it. Because that's when the kids go down for a yep. nap. And kids are down for a nap. <laughs> so... Uh, 12 p.m. Central Time, May 18th. Make a lot of money masterclass. It is free if you are in the group. Yes. You don't want to join the group. When Cam said like our first training, technically we've done. We've done trainings. What we mean is uh, this is going to be free for now. So if you hear on this episode, go check that out because this is the like the first run because we don't just want to talk about the money piece, but also this whole idea on stagnation and energy. Where is the money going? Mm -hmm. Whether you are struggling to make money, this will still help you. But especially one of the pieces that I will have within this masterclass is also, okay, I made a bunch of money. Where the heck did it go? Where did it go? I made more money than the previous month or the previous quarter or even the year. Where the heck did it go? So if that sounds great for you, wonderful. Jump in to the group. Details are in the description box below in the show notes. Yep. And yeah, that's That's all we have for you you guys. And for this week, until next time. This is the Recovering Christian Entrepreneur Show, where we talk about money, mindset, marketing. I'm Cam. And I'm Carla. I'll see you guys later. I'll see you soon. Bye.